Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. talking tremors yes we are tremors <laughs> yes we are all right let me get the synopsis out really quick and then we'll fucking love on this all day just says val mckee bacon and earl bassett ward decide to leave perfection nevada strange rumblings prevents their departure with the help of a sharply seismology student finn carter they discover their desolate town is infested with giant man-eating creatures that live below the ground. The race is on to overcome these slimy subterraneans and find a way to higher ground. I don't think they're slimy. I think they got shot. Everybody's, everybody's slimy and they're bloody. <laughs> True. That's just a weird description. But, uh, so, how much did you love this movie? I was alright with it. Uh, okay. I didn't hate it. Okay. Um, I fucking love this movie. It was fun. Um, they go for that 1950s no, monster movie thing. Yeah, very Slither-ish. Uh, not really. No? Well, no. Uh, I think so. Well, it's just like the, the, the giant ant movie, if anything. Oh, uh, David Arquette's in that movie, right? Oh, no, that's... Everything in the Naked Freaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say in the vein of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, um, this movie, I watched it probably right before high school, okay. and I fell in love with it. I thought It, it was came dope. out like way before then, too. Yeah. It had been out for like five-ish years at that point. Yeah. It's a great movie. I like. I was told it was lame and stupid, because it looks like a lame and stupid movie, but... It, and that, it, that was my thing, because it looks lame and stupid. And there's a lot of people in this movie, like way more than you think are in this movie. Yeah, Family uh, Tides, Dad. Michael Gross, yeah. Mr. Keaton himself. Okay, so Mr. Keaton, FYI, uh, he ends up being like an ongoing character throughout this entire Yeah, he, I, I've seen thing. that. There's like six movies. So he like... Was he on the TV show also? Did he keep going yeah. on the TV show? Like he's, he, like the, he's like the one consistent character He in is basically, is like he had his role in Hollywood and wanted to be an action hero. And he fucking got it in this movie series. Because he's the only one that He was a hippie dad. It's so funny because he's like the hippie dad. Yeah. And uh, now he's just gun like, like fucking... Gun willing likes. Like, I'm conspiracy theories. Fucking like, yeah. Who's proven right? <laughs> but yeah, like even in the TV show, uh, I remember seeing some of it, but not all of it. But it takes place. Storyline still continues. The worms are... Um, Is Reba McIntyre there the whole time too or no? No, like... It, Everyone's kind of different. The fucking so do they do the whole? Oh, she's visiting family. Every, yeah, they kind of kept people out. So, like I didn't watch all. The one just came out like, in like the last six months. Though. Yeah, I like, don't want a new one that I, just literally came out. Oh, really? I had no idea. They're on number six, and on top of that, they had a TV show. I know 
two wasn't great. Three, like everything just kind of, kind of like whatever. But two is actually pretty dope because like there's a great like scene with was like the two in theaters or is that a straight to video? I have no idea. This one because the only reason I saw this one because like my sister was friends with someone at the video store, mm-hmm. and like he was always trying to get me to watch stuff that I didn't really want to watch. And I thought this one was terrifying. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to see that. And then, like, he was like, no, it's funny. I didn't think it was terrifying. Even as a kid, I was like, oh, this isn't terrifying. But well, because it was in, like, uh, the horror section. Which, I could get why. It would be, no, it it would be, be more... It would, I get that. It's not a thriller. Yeah. It's a monster. It's yeah. If a, 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 a thriller with a monster in it is a horror flick. Yeah. I liked how you don't see the worms until, like, way into the movie. Kind of have, the, but like the visuals on this is fucking dope too. Because I remember like one of my favorite visuals is just like they're hearing that horn, but they can't hear what's coming. Oh, the music, the yeah. old timey music. And they're like, "Where's that fucking music coming from?" And they start digging around on the ground. And they start moving the thing. You see that grill, and then you they brush the headlight, and you realize the light's still on in the car. Like, fuck. like there's a lot of things that like I just I love like visually about this movie. So yeah, it was it was it was more fun than I thought it was gonna be. Um, I find out because I always kind of look and see what other people have done on this movie. Uh-huh. Um, this guy who directed it and the guys who wrote it, uh, the director directed City Slickers one, and then he also directed a movie called Heart and Souls. This is not the one with Robert Downey Jr. It is, right? And then he's and got, he's like got like the, the five angels. I used to love that That's movie. A good Same guy. Okay, same just, uh, team. Walk like a yeah. Man. Great I movie. saw that movie in theaters. My mom really? took me to see that one. I fucking love that, that was movie. A good flick. Like yeah. I don't know why that movie. Like I don't know how that movie got forgotten because that's not. And he's really good. I mean, he was good. That was around Chaplin before he was like he got he was his. I don't think his shit was bad at that point. Yeah, like, it was like right before he got bad. That was such a great movie. And then especially they all hanging around watching him, and then they all had to take turns like to help them. I remember like that was probably the first like movie where like. I physically cried at, like, that wasn't, like, a cartoon movie. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. What cartoon movies did you cry at as a child? Bambi? You never cried at Bambi? I didn't cry at Bambi. Dumbo? I didn't cry at Dumbo. Oh, that's because you have no heart and soul. Like, the movie Heart and Soul. <laughs> but, like, um... Yeah, and then I just remember just, like... Why Before Time? <laughs> stars? Oh, <laughs> man! Yeah, this is... I remember it being, like, the first movie where, like, I was kind of like, oh. And then... But it also touched on, like my aspect of like you know because yeah. at that point my brothers passed away so it's kind of like, had they passed away at that point yeah so it was one of those where it's like okay this is cool. think of the year. yeah I guess so so it was kind of like oh that would have been like right when it happened then huh shortly thereafter yeah it's funny how everybody gets their fucking starts with uh, horror uh, oh uh, yeah a lot of people do yeah but, but um there's a lot of people like I said a lot of people in this movie uh Victor Wang Egg Victor Chang. Wang yeah which his name is Walter Chang but he may as well have been called Victor, Victor Wang <laughs> yeah I like his death. His death was the best. And then that's the the little girl from the girl from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Reba McIntyre. Everybody's in this thing. It's a great movie. It's a great cast. Yeah. And then like I like how it's very basically like the two guys are basically like, fuck this town. We need to get the fuck out of here. Well, I have a couple. So I got some questions as I as I do when I go through this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the whole pole vaulting scene was. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that would still make noise. Like, they would still be following them, just not as they, w- they wouldn't be able to grab them. Yeah. No, the grab boys wouldn't be able to, because, yeah. uh, I like, the whole discussion of the names. we got to give them a name. We're the first people to see these creatures. Like, we got to give them a name. Yeah. Uh, Graboids. 
And I feel like they like show the monster way too early. Really, I thought they did a really good job not showing you enough. Because like, it was basically... No, the, yeah. You, you kind of get rumbles and like the dirt lifting up here and there. And then you get the uh, jackhammer where the guy gets dragged off into the cliff. And then like the rocks fall on his partner. At one point, they, they do that part where they go to they go to town... Or they, they go to get their horses. Oh, yeah. I like that. Okay. Were they going to leave town without their horses? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like watching this and I'm all... Oh, we're going to get our horses. You guys are two seconds from fucking leaving. What horses? <laughs> There's no trailer on this bitch. I like that. How they're like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, we'll, we'll take the horses. Like, anybody know how to ride horses? And this is, of course, the two handymen. Like, God damn it. I like how these rock, paper, scissors for the rifle. The overall, like, so the story takes place with, like, the two guys, two handymen working the fields, hating their fucking lot in life, and want to fucking leave. They start bitching about, like, garbage duty, and, like, they want to push it off, and, like, whatever. And then, uh... They see the geologists. Well, before that, they're like, okay, cool, we're done with this. And it's like, well, no, we gotta stay, and we gotta do this. That's when they start doing the septic tanks. He was like, there's gotta be a good reason for us to leave, and blah, blah, blah. And the hose rips, and they're covered in shit. And then, like, this scene, the next scene is them just packing up the truck and saying, fuck this town. And then that woman comes out, it's like, boys, boys, I need your help. Like, I have, like, you know, I'm gonna build this thing. I need you to stay, blah, blah, blah. It's about a month worth of work. Can you stay? And the guy's like, no, nah, we're leaving. He goes, like, what if I throw in lunches? And the guy's like, nah. He goes, and beer. And they just stop for a second. And then the next scene's like, I can't believe can't believe we said no to free beer. And they fucking just take off. And then they see the guy up on the fucking, like, uh, the power lines. And then, like, they pull over to see him. And, of course, like, he's fucking dead after they come up there. And so they bring him back down. But it's like that rule of three. You know, they try to leave. They can't. They try to leave. They can't. And the next thing you know, they're just fucking stuck. But uh, they ended up uh, getting blocked off by the, the road. Because they're trying to get to Bixby. But they can't. And then, like... Um, that's when they start noticing that people are like fucking dead and they go to that fucking doctor's was it the doctor? Yeah. That lives in the thing and they can't find him and they see all the sheep just bloodied up everywhere and they see the doctor's hat and they grab the hat and they pull it back and you see the head there and they lose their fucking shit and they fucking race back they see the construction workers like people are there's a fucking serial killer out here people are fucking killing each other it's like, yeah. they're like, they're like that's what they the jackhammer hits that fucking uh, graboid and it fucking takes him off and kills him but like I like how like every time they try to leave they're just stuck in this fucking town that little boy um, who I thought was going to be the Alex Kittner of this movie he ends up being in the TV show later on as a uh, that character as a the character or that kid that character okay and then so basically he he like uh, yeah I thought him or the or the they don't, they don't they don't that was a Jurassic Park girl. They don't they don't kill children in movies anymore, like in Jaws. Oh, like yeah. That emotional scene where Miss Kittner goes and slaps Brody in the face. Oh yeah, but like uh, overall, it's a fucking great movie, dude. I fucking love it. And then just like when they they were trying to back out of that fucking like stall and they couldn't, and they're like, "You got a fucking snack?" He goes, "I don't have a snack." And they're going back and forth. They make it to the house, the back to the town, and they see that giant worm thing just hanging off the axle. And they're like, what the fuck is that? And the, uh, the drugstore owner is like, I'll give you five bucks for that. He goes, 10, 15, 20. And then they sell him 15 bucks. Then two seconds later, he's just selling pictures with the fucking monster for like 15 bucks a pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then so... Um... But yeah, they meet that girl, and that's where you see Kevin Bacon's like, oh, she better have 
long blonde hair, you know, perky tits and legs for days. And you see her, it's like this, like, woman with curly brown hair. And then that, what was that? Sunblock on the nose? Oh, the zinc oxide? Yeah, the zinc oxide on the nose. You went like this. I thought you meant, like, she had, like, like a caveman nose. (laughs) No, I was like, caveman nose? Is that what you're going at? No, no, no. But uh, I like how... Like, Andershaws? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but I like the development of their, like... See, I didn't, they didn't really... I didn't feel like they developed, like, a thing. He, it was basically, he saved her life. She's grateful. It was, He's a handsome is, guy. That age. develops worse than it did in fucking Police Academy. This? No. That love story? The, the, the love story? Nah, dude. It looks worse than it did in Police Academy. Like, I know you're not thinking about fucking when there's, like, giant earthworms that are, you know, fucking really? graboids. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, those earthworms were because they pull our pants off, and it's like, damn it, Universal, can we have one movie <laughs> where the monsters th- attack and the woman is mostly clothed? But this was a somewhat <laughs> believable way, because you got her legs caught in with the the barbed wire and her boots and the Grambois ha- has her boots so what can you do but just get naked but she got pants fairly quickly after that I don't know where she got the pants from the store did she like general store and she got pants yeah I believe she got pants well she got pants and then she got pants oh okay <laughs> um so uh this was supposed to be a rated R movie and you can tell because they call them mother humpers. Yeah, you mother hump. Part of my French. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, but then there's that part in the uh, in, in in Mr. Keaton's basement oh, yeah. where they come in, and then you know, you know, Reba McIntyre gives those worms something to talk about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's when they're uh, they're calling over the radio. It's like you know they're coming straight to you, and they're like, I don't see anything. And you're like, no, no, they're underground. Yeah, this it was. And it, even when they killed that one worm, I thought that was pretty dope. Like, do you like that whole setup of the stampede thing? Yeah, no, I mean, I, they, they brought it up in the I, very beginning of the. You thing, know what it is? Like, you know what it is? Is I've watched Jaws so many times, and I love Jaws, like, and I'm just like, this is that's the best monster. That's to me is the best monster attacking movie ever. Like, so this is. I, you I like, feel, you like Trevor I like, I like Trevor a lot. I more like than Trevor. Jaws. Yeah, I do. Go fuck yourself. This podcast is over. <laughs> Break the mic. <laughs> but like you know, I think it's because I don't like the ocean and I don't like large then, things. Then that's so what we should. Then Jaws should be more effective to you than the desert. No, I like this. Jaws should be more effective than Tremors. If you don't like the ocean, then that should scare you more, and that should be the better horror movie. I don't like giant sandworms. Uh, as soon as they were fighting about who was going to go get that trailer. When Kevin Bacon uh-huh. elbows Fred Ward, oh yeah, yeah, I was all, oh, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> and then all of a sudden he goes, "You crazy son of a bitch!" Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Oh." But I like, I like how it's like even like he's taking the hero role. It's not like done heroically because he eats shit falling off that roof trying to get to the thing. No, no, no. I, I like that that the hero they do good with flawed heroes. I'll give yeah. this movie that. Because I love the beginning where he, like in the beginning and of the I, movie. But I felt like I felt like Fred Ward should have died. Oh, oh I would have been so bad. They would have like towards the end of that yeah. when they were like trying to throw the bombs or something. Have, yeah. then, and with them being flawed heroes, maybe the bomb blows up on him. Like he he kills Fred Ward by accident. Oh uh, okay yeah. I think that would have been you know what I mean? Like Kind of a friendly fire thing, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, they, I like the beginning of the movie where like they're hanging out in their fucking like trailer and they're just kind of whatever. 
and they have the toilet right next to them, which is just the cooler. They just pull up beer out of the toilet. Yeah. Over, like, I don't know. Like, I, I find this movie maybe it's because I, I fell in love with it at a young age that I just I love this movie. They make those bombs. What's oh, in yeah. those bombs, Bert? Just a few household chemicals. Fucking easy, Tyler Durden of Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how like they fucking like try to fish with the fucking graboids with the bombs mm-hmm. and they like they take it and like fuck yeah and then they fucking spit it back up and, right and then Reba McIntyre starts giving them shit you know giving them something to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like this movie <laughs> I like the bombs thing because it kind of it, that is kind of like the barrels in Jaws that is definitely like the barrels from yeah. Jaws of this movie I like how you I need to rewatch Jaws then but the thing I will say is uh, I like that Kevin Bacon will make horror flicks still he did Hollow Man didn't he he did Hollow Man he did Stir of Echoes and I actually watched one this morning Stir of Echoes nice that's uh, I watched one this morning and so I watched one this morning called You Should Have Left and it's the same team it's Kevin Bacon and David Kep who wrote Stir of Echoes okay well Stir of Echoes also a Richard Matheson story so here's a little fun fact about Kevin Bacon Mm -hmm. Uh, so the movie Hollow Man yes it's pretty much The Invisible Man yeah, so basically, what they do, what they did to, but more rapey. Yeah, what they did to make that effects because it was beyond their means to like make that type of like effects, mm-hmm. is that they filmed multiple shots of the same thing, exactly how they were. So they did one shot with everybody interacting with whatever. They did another shot of uh, Kevin Bacon in a green suit walking through smoke or water or whatever environment and then another scene of just uh, Kevin Bacon doing so the it, thing. So whenever he's so, Hollow Man they shoot it three times. They shoot it like two or three times but they had to CGI his entire body so they measured everything about him. There is so much footage and measurements about his entire body and his wiener that is... Because uh, you see his dong in that movie don't yeah, you? Yeah you do and it's uh, his dong. And like I believe they made an interview too about saying like you know about his wiener about whatever if it was like you know exaggerated or whatever and he goes no that's me <laughs> that's all me so that's uh, you're that, wrong <laughs> that's that's Kevin Bacon <laughs> but like I just thought it was funny because like I saw like a like a quick like YouTube documentary about how it was filmed and how like they had to do those scenes because like you can't undo those scenes you know I mean like those they have to like have you in there and like this is before CGI was even like prevalent I don't think they even did they win an award for Hollow Man for special effects I don't think Probably, they did I think it's just an okay movie right yeah it's an okay I, movie I, I, I've never blanked Hollow Man you're not missing much <laughs> <laughs> I mean the effects is cool watching them now kind of dated a little bit well, you know, but the, not but that great fuck it oh it's dated fucking who cares like I said that's the yeah, last I'm, thing that you have to judge a movie on judge it on the story I watched that movie called You Should Have Left it's a so, Blumhouse okay which I feel like whenever they put Blumhouse's name on something they just give it 10% less on anything like, I feel like uh, people okay. go on and prejudge Blumhouse movies this one wasn't horrible I hear Blumhouse and I get excited you do? I do Really? I just figured, cool, this is going to be a quality horror story. Really? Better than, like, anything else. The Purge? You, you feel as quality? I like The Purge, dude. I, I, clearly, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I like The Purge. I like, uh... Did you like The New Invisible Man? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. And then, what's that one that we saw 
what was a time travel movie? On birthday, on death day. Happy death day. Happy death day. Uh, happy death day. That's the. I think that's like the ones I like. I like those ones. This one wasn't horrible. Upgrade was all right. Uh, just, but, but that same. But here's the thing: is that guy made um your stupid cooties movie. Okay, it's a great movie, by the way. It's not. It's a good movie. No, they 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 go hard. They they they've got a fucking hard on for Lee Wanell at fucking Blumhouse. Okay, well, Cooties He's, is a good movie. No, it's, it's not. And he uh, he wrote Cooties, but he also wrote and directed that Invisible Man movie. I have to check that out. Who's in it? It's uh Elizabeth Westerface from Mad Men. Okay. This one I was okay with. So what this is, is like they move into this house and Kevin Bacon may or may not have killed his wife before this. And I was like remarried and he has a daughter. Then he kills his daughter. No, he doesn't kill his daughter. Um, and like there's like all these weird things. Like he'll go into one part of the house. Like he leaves his bedroom at one point and it's like 10 o'clock in the mo- 10 o'clock at night. Uh-huh. And he goes and starts turning off lights and things around the house. And he walks back in his room and it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. He has this journal that he's writing in. He's doing a bunch of all this writing and stuff. And then at one point, he opens his journal and says, you should have left. Like, go now. Get out of the house now. Like, leave the fucking house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, um... And all these things happen. So there's kind of like this weird time... Time thing. And, and like, at one point, he goes to measure the house. The inside of the house is, like, 25 feet long. And he goes outside and then... Like, one of the rooms is 25 feet long. And he goes outside and it's, like, 21... That there's a book that I have here. It's a great horror book. It's called uh, House of Fallen Leaves. Is that the one where you like move it around? And you yeah. Have to, like look at it upside down. And so shit? like as you're reading the book, like yeah, it's written in spirals or it's written upside down or re- written in a mirror. But it goes in with the motif of like the story that's happening because like you guy's slowly this, like, his, losing his mind. mind. Yeah, you told me about this book. Before. But it's also with the fact that like the house is larger on the inside than it is on the outside, and then it's. Kind of the same thing what you're telling me, too, where, like, they kind of lose track of, like, time. And it seems a little weird and, like, you don't know where the fuck it's going because they're talking about, like, this documentary that was made that they lost. And, like, there's all these, like, cliff notes about different stuff. But the more you're getting involved in the story and the more you're in getting into it and yeah. reading everything, the more it just fucks with you. Like, it's a, it's a trippy story. It's a trippy book. I watched a lot of that, like, I think watching a lot of that National Lampoon stuff... And, and all that stuff that I watched growing up, like, made me a comedy snob. Okay. Because... Like, I wouldn't say this is a hilarious movie. I wouldn't no. call this a comedy. It's got funny parts in it. Yeah, I think if it was rated R, I bet you this would have been a much funner movie. Uh, yeah, probably. I, I feel like this is a good horror movie to have people, like, who aren't into horror kind of slowly tip, dip their toes into. No? Uh... Which Okay, which horror film would you... As a training wheels horror flick? Yeah. Um, are we going straight horror? Yeah. Zombie, uh, World War Z. Um, okay. I guess, yeah. Because we went and saw it, and I remember seeing it being like, oh, like, this is a good training wheels horror flick. Yeah, because it's not really terrifying. It's got a couple jump scares here and there, but it's mainly just, like, story with zombies in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about monster movie? Monster movie? Yeah. Jaws. Okay. Jaws is, I, I feel it's a good training wheels. One, I mean, it's scary, it's a little bloody, but it's like, I like... It's not like limbs flying... There's a couple limbs here and there, but it's not like limbs flying off. I like kind of grotesque horror 
like uh, that's why I kind of tell people, oh, you should give uh, Slither a watch, because I like that whole makeup mutated. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I mean, plus, it's kind of creepy too, with like just like the slugs, you know. Going that around. doesn't really get. There's like a change in tone in that. That yeah. one does tone change really well. It has a thin filling, so it keeps things kind of light and kind of like carries the story pretty well. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. What else is a good training wheels horror flick? Um, Bridges Poltergeist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Poltergeist. Poltergeist I, I made, is PG. Yeah, I made my nieces watch it. How did it have that go? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> I, forgot I forgot about the, the face, face melting <laughs> off. I'm like, oh yeah, my bad. I, they, I, they liked it. But I'm always uh, like, but you well, you know my, well, you know my thoughts on that. And same with Jaws. Both those movies have the same rating as Frozen. Yeah, they <laughs> do. <too. laughs> um, <laughs> I've been saying that. You can't show them that. And I'm like, yeah, they're both pretty PG. <laughs> yeah, that was before the PG-13, right? Mm, yeah. No. But, uh... <laughs> Technically, guess be- what? Guess what? They got... They got, Raider, they got uh, Temple of Doom. They didn't get Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh... I made my nieces watch that, and I made them watch Scream, because I figured they're old enough to watch Scream, but... Scream? Oh, it's good. Uh, my oldest niece, uh, she... That one got her. <laughs> that one got her pretty good. She can't see the, the, the face mask, and she doesn't like she doesn't like it. She... Oh. But it turns out now, she doesn't like any horror. <laughs> like I, I shut her down completely to horror. Right. So, Tremors, uh, I say... 10 out of 10. Classic movie. Must watch. Seven. seven. It's a good movie. Like I, uh, give, it, I give it seven... Seven point five. <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy, what are you blanking? Oh, shit, man. Shit, man. Uh, what am I blanking? Uh, I watched. Uh, Bill and Ted 3. How was the it? music? I've heard it's really fucking good. It's good. The characters, Bill and Ted, they fit their motif of like how they are. Like how they would we grow were, up yeah. and how they would be as adults. Yeah. Like if it, 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 well, as grown adults with children. Yeah, and they, uh, I, I find that really good. And I've, heard like, it's like, I've heard it's the best out of the three. People keep saying it's no. the best. No, I don't, I don't think so. It is, okay, it's better than two, though. Because two, I like two, but two is not my favorite. This one is, I'm glad I watched it. So, okay, is it the same feeling you had after you watched Reboot? Um, no. This one's kind of like, okay, this is where we're taking this. Okay, I get it. I have an, I, I have a theory. Okay, go ahead. I know both of their kids are named Bill and Ted. And yeah, they Billy, the prof- Billy and, 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 uh, and Theodora. Theo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, my thought on it is... And I, and I saw this, and I, and I hope this isn't what it is, but I think this is what it is. Uh-huh. They said Bill and Ted are going to write a song that saves the world. It's not them. It's not Keanu and Alex Winter. It's their daughters that write the song and save the world. What? I I, I saw. I yeah. figured that out. Is yeah. that what it yeah. is? I knew yeah. exactly. It doesn't. That doesn't ruin the movie. It, for it me, I, I, like I still want to see Bill it, but I knew that's what I knew. That's what the spoiler. Swedish spoilers. Hardcore. Bill and Ted. Uh, they are. Still part of Wild Stallions, and no, like, I know, they're so the daughters are there. But then it's kind of like, okay, 
everything's happening at this like specific moment in time, this specific location, and then that's where like everything happens. Happen. That's where like it changes the world and like the universe and stuff like that. But like it's kind of like okay, like we took this long. That's okay. I don't know, but I, I figured it, that which out. Was, I was glad to be back in that, that world. In. Now, how do they hold up? Like the kids? How do the kids hold up? Because I like I I like they're kind of barely in it. Really? So it's kind of like they're there, but. You don't focus on them at all. So, like... Because I figured they would kind of leave it open to where it was kind of like... They can make another one with them. No, I think this is, like, done. Like, this is, like, a, a done story. It's a done story. So, it's a trilogy. This is the third act, and it's done. And yeah. They, and they've... Yeah, because Bill... Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me beyond that. Bill, uh... uh let's see. Um, Missy's in it. Okay, do they... Is the same people playing them from the old movies, or do they get new people no. to play them? Oh, it, it, it's kind of like... Everybody's coming back. I think Missy's always been played by different... Oh, Missy. No, no, Missy. Missy's always the same person. I'm sorry. I knew Missy was going to go back. Now, I have a question. That wedding at the beginning of the movie that they're at, is that Missy's wedding? How do you know there's a wedding there? Because there's... Because there's... No, because there's things. Sure. But that's Missy's wedding, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I knew... I, I, and it's not a bad thing that I... I don't think it's a bad thing that I figured these out. I knew uh-huh. where they were going to go with that, because it's a joke that... Like goes, but as soon as I saw there's a wedding at the beginning of that movie, I'm like, that's Missy's wedding that they're at. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I saw, I think, don't tell. I don't want to know who she's marrying. Okay, <laughs> I, but I have a theory. It's Deacon, isn't it? <laughs> am I right? Uh, I don't okay, am I right? Yeah. That's awesome. That, that, that's fine. Like I, that. Where else was that no, joke going to go? No, where else is that joke going to go? Yeah. And I'm okay that I'm okay that I've guessed this. The dad's there. He's all, yeah. Like, whatever. But um. But like a Bill and Ted, both of them could play music well. You know, they could, they could play instruments, and um, yeah. And overall, like I was just really happy fun. to see them play those roles again. And then like they're like they end up getting the the phone booth back, and they travel like to the future. I heard, I know, I've seen the freak, and then, and so, but it's the funny because they, they, they keep to... seeing themselves, and it's kind of like. Damn it, Bill. So they know more than one, the more than that prison scene that they show. They yeah. see them more. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's cool. I dig that. I kind of like the. I kind of like the prison part. Made me laugh. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're in prison. And but that's, the, <laughs> the the daughters. It's kind of like one of those where it's like, you know that they're into music and they're just kind of like they pick it apart and they know like you know different notes and different melodies and like they're just very in tune with music, and that's cool to see. But then like, it's kind of. Yeah. I feel like they played the airhead motif. Way too but hard that's what with those them. kids were. I mean, as kids, they were kind of airheady. Yeah, they, they learn. I mean, you learn with experience. Like that's just them. They're, but their airheadingness, like Bill and Ted's original airheadness, yeah, is them assuming things because they're kids, right? And but they, even with Bill and Ted, like when they when they were the first one, when they were like younger, like it was like they're airheads, but they also had like depth to them. Where I feel like well, the daughters don't really have much character development. But then they, you but don't really need they, it for it, but you, you kind of do. But if you're, but then if you're not, like you said, they're not in there as much. So why would you need to put them in there as much? Yeah, but like it's like the story kind of ends up with them, so it's kind of like why, why not develop them a little bit more? You know what I mean, but yeah, overall, like I liked it. Like there's a couple it. things I knew, like um, yeah, you nailed, <laughs> you nailed it pretty good. I um, had no idea about any of it. Well, I, this is just from previews, and I was like, oh, because I, well, this is just listening, like, paying attention to the things from the movie, uh-huh. and things they were saying during interviews, I'm all like, this is how it's going to end, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, with that, that oh, makes sense. because I knew how this. the ending was going to be with the the daughters. I knew that. Because Keanu Reeves kind of, like, let it kind of full-on slip, like, what it was. He was like, it's not about it. me, it's about my daughters, and, like, the, or the daughters. Daughters. 
and then like uh, how like you know we perceive like things, one, and then, right? the so they're like passing on the torch over. I'm like, okay, so it's all the case. Well, that's that's what all those are now, and that's fine. So that's why that's why I was like, okay, cool. I knew that part going in. I knew it was gonna be them somehow. Like, mm-hmm. the names were confused, but then like they do a lot of like, like work on like. No, Bill and Ted needed to do that ending in uh, two, in two where they become like famous. Yeah, that happened. That was a thing, and then like, well, yeah, I like, figured it's canon. Yeah, and then like so like it, it was cool. The, like, I was kind of hoping they would have uh, the aliens, those creepy alien oh, things. Station? But, yeah, but they weren't in there. No worries. They make one mention of them, but they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, well, because it's the same. Well, but also Kid Cudi's in it. So it's kind of like, mm, okay. He kind of pops up in like comedy things a lot. Like he was like Howdy Bang Bang for a bit. Was he? he was okay. Yeah. So comedy to have him on there was kind of like, oh, this is kind of random, but whatever. But uh, overall, I kind of I liked it. I liked it. I was glad I saw it. Wish it was better, but at the same time, it's like you can't really ask for like awesome stuff when like there's a lockdown on like Hollywood. Well, no, they finished it all up before. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, overall, I liked it. I thought it was good. All right. Anything? Have you watched anything else? Uh, yeah. I saw um, a show on TV. I can't remember right now, but go ahead. Uh, have you watched anything? I'll, think, I'll try to go through my notes right now and ask what I saw. I watched a movie with Eddie Izzard in it called Get Duked. Uh, okay. And it's on Amazon. It's free on Amazon. If you have Amazon, you can get it. Okay. And it's about these kids who are, like, kind of shitty kids, except for one of these kids isn't. Like, he wanted to go on this thing. And you go on this, um, like, orienteering and, like, learning how to, like, be in nature type uh, hike. And, like, they kind of drop you somewhere. You have to go to this other, you know, place to meet up. You know, you just kind of need to camp out and you kind of learn to work as a team and learn to work, you know, kind of problem solve and stuff. And that's what they do for kids who are kind of shitty. Okay. And um, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Eddie Ezra comes out and starts hunting these kids. Oh, shit. <laughs> and okay. it's a comedy. It's a, it's a comedy. It's a horror. It's, it's kind of like a horror comedy. Kind of takes some cues from Edgar Wright. Uh-huh. Um, but if you like Eddie Izzard, it's fun. And you would dig, I think you would dig this movie. Okay. It's kind of got some, one of the kids is like, wants to be a rap, like, wants to, be, wants to rap and stuff. <laughs> and then, like, the other kids are just, just one kid's dumb and one, the other kids are just, just kind of shitty kids. And then there's, this, like, one nice kid who, like, wants to be on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh. Uh, Sorry to interject. So, I saw part of a movie. Uh, I saw Dr. Sleep. I haven't finished it all yet. But I'm just okay. okay with it so far. The movie or yeah, the... the I've read the book. No, no, the book I read. The book I, I read. read. I've read the book. The book I read years ago, and this one does a good job. It, it, it's it's pretty close to cut out what they needed to. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. It's uh, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't finish it because I was at. It's on uh, HBO Max. I was on this young lady's house and we were watching it, and then uh, it didn't finish the rest of the movie. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll check it out. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. I also saw a show called uh, Raised by Wolves. I want to start that because I like I likes me some, some what's his face? Uh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, yeah. yeah. Um, dope. It's, you, did you watch uh, all three of those episodes? I saw all of them. They're uh, pretty good. Is it, it's kinda, it kind of gives me a Prometheus vibe. Is that... Oh, for sure. For sure. So, and they, is it in the same land? Or are they, is that one of those? No, because I... Uh, so, 
uh, Aliens, Prometheus, all that is owned by Fox, and I believe this is run by Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner. So, so, but there's a little kind of like illusion that they're in the same world. Gotcha. Because there's androids in this, and like those androids, are they uh, like 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 they bleed they bleed milk. You know I mean that that white like, yeah. goo, just like in the other ones too. So it's kind of like. Okay, that's they can't really say they're together. They but are, but they aren't. Kinda it's kind of like uh, American Gods and and Sandman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but with this one, it's just like there's a a war on Earth, and like basically religions are fighting with each other. They develop like androids, and then there's this type of android called the Necromancer, and like it just destroys like all life, and then it's just like it shoots out like sound and just obliterates stuff. But then like. Uh, the atheists are like desperate to survive, so like the so are they like a, like an underground faction that kind of hates them both type of thing. There's a, there's there's actually multiple groups of atheists. Of, of, no, there's atheists, religious people, people that aren't religious but still kind of believe. So they're just kind of like like believe in the universe, believe in God, believe there's believe there's mono, monotheism, and then like the whatever, and then it's just like. But anyways, one shoots uh, a rocket ship full of embryos to this planet. They land there. Uh, I think it's like Kepler B twenty two is the name of the planet. And then so, though these androids, mother and father, just start like watching um, these kids. Yeah, they, they take these embryos, they put them inside like the android. She grows them and she pulls them out, and then like they're just like trying so to raise these kids. So there's more than one kid raised by wolves. It's a bunch of kids. There's a bunch of, of kids, but unfortunately, as they're growing up, they're slowly dying. And then so do like, they not, do they know why or is that what they're trying to figure uh, out? Is that part of the show? Kind of, and the well, not really. Uh, the um, the mother, she believes that she's the one who's has a radiation or something that's maybe killing these kids. Mm-hmm. But then, like, uh, at one point, the boy, when he's older, he like radios for a ship to come down, like for the humans who are finally like traveling through space to be here. And then, so like, it just turns into this thing where like this kid raised atheist is like surrounded by children that are raised to believe in the faith and then like how he's turning back and forth and then there's like this weird prophecy amongst them about like what's going on and it's it's a trippy trippy story i like it though i like it a lot i I, i've seen the the stuff for it so i'm interested yeah it's it's trippy and then one like uh but there's like homages to like uh the robot the main the mother she looks like um when she turns into like her like sentinel mode she looks like uh the robot from Metropolis, that nineteen twenty seven, whatever. So it has like these cool like homages to old sci fi, and then but it's got this cool story about like faith and like it's dope. I like it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm into it. Um, I read a book by Chuck Palahniuk called Beautiful You. Wow, I you want I wanted to read more of his stuff, but I have yet to it, go back to him. It gets weird. Like, I, I, he, he gets weird on stuff. Like, we still need to do Fight Club 2 and Fight Club 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Choked. I read that. I reread that, like, maybe a year ago. Choked is a good book. That's yeah. one of my... I, I love Fight Club. I, I just re-listened to Fight Club the other day, too. Because I was waiting for more books to I pop up. I still love that book. Um, I, I like Choked. Do you read Survivor? No. Read Survivor. Okay. If I've got a copy somewhere. I'll, I'll look for it. But when you read the book, what they did on Survivor is they have the page count go from the last page number all the way back down to one. Oh okay, and I got through it fast, and I think that was the gimmick with it, and it worked. Oh, that's cool. But it's 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 kind of got that Fight Clubby choke type of vibe. These other books, like this one, okay. So this one is about a girl who's kind of plain and not great looking, and um, she starts seeing this guy. It's almost like 
an erotic fantasy. Okay. And she starts seeing this guy who's making these, like, sex toys. Uh-huh. And they're supposed to be, like, the best ones ever and, like, actually, like, work and give women pleasure. And, like, all these women are, like, fucking just sex toys. And she, he kind of tries them out on her. But he's dated a bunch of people and only dates them for, like, 136 days. And he's, like, out. Okay. It's a fucking weird-ass book. So there's a thing, too, uh, that a psychiatrist once told me that, like... Um, in relationships, they tend to, like, fall apart. Because after, like, three to four months, you start dropping all facades. Because you just kind of can't keep it up anymore. So that's when you actually become, like, your true self. And that's usually, like, a breaking yeah. point for relationships. Because, like, once they get past that three marks, they realize who the fuck you really are. And then yeah. they just... It ends it. But it's kind of funny with the 136 days. Yeah, it's it's weird. It was it was okay. Um, but for someone who wanted me to read more erotic stuff. Yeah, I have uh, a okay. lot of uh, books, a lot of uh, Harlequin romance yeah. novels that I think you would really like. No, I'm good. No, I think, I'm... like, honestly, like, they're not, like, ooh, sexy all the time, and it's not, like, a girl's perspective all uh, for a majority of it. But I think it's like, if you like rom coms, no, 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 you, you would really like these. Hold on, like, no, you know why? Because I got this thing. There's a reason why I can't read the book Gone Girl. Because. No, that's garbage. You know, like it, Gone it, Girl? No, because I know why. Because her view, the author's views about writing for men are fucking dog shit. I think shit. I told you this before, didn't I? Maybe, but I yeah, think we talked about like stuff like that where authors can't write both genders. And, yeah, like, and yeah, this yeah. one she couldn't. And I was like, this is. No, this is. Maybe I'll go watch the movie because I'm sure David Fincher can adapt it. Have you seen the movie? I've seen the movie. I don't was, like it. It was, like it was okay. Okay. But um, yeah, no, dude. Like, there's a, there's a one book. I'm gonna get you to read it eventually. Fuck. But you'll like it. It's good. Uh, I listened to a podcast called Wind of Change. Wind of Change. After okay. the Scorpion song. Okay. So this is about. It was a theory that this guy posed that he said he knew people in the CIA. And he had heard a story, like, third-hand from somebody... Okay. ...that had said the song Wind of Change was supposed to help Russian kids realize that... And, and, and people on the other side of the Berlin Wall, that it all... Communi- like, all this is bad, and that it was supposed to end, help end communism. This that, is the magic the CIA song. wrote the song... <laughs> okay. ...for the Scorpions to sing, and for it to be catchy, for the kids to like it... And do it. And this guy goes through and he talks about other people where they kind of did that. They did it with like Nina Simone and other people that they think they did this for where like they kind of said like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fund this thing and you guys can go play here. But it was like kind of a cover, kind of like um, Argo. Okay. And they did this for other things. So they mentioned Argo a couple. They even talked to that guy's um, wife. I never saw Argo. You haven't blinked Argo? No. Oh dude, we're going to have to do Argo. Argo's fun. That's the um, Ben Affleck movie. Batman movie. Ben Affleck, but yes. Batman. And Argo's good. Argo's good. Um, so that was interesting. Um, I've been watching a show. It's a... Um, it's a detective show. Um, on FX. X. F. Okay. And it's a cartoon called Dicktown. 
and it's got John Hodgman on it. Is it like a noir story? No, it's not. He's like a kid detective, but he's a grown-up, and he's helping all these kids with their high school problems, <laughs> and the whole time they're like, you should not be here. That's funny. And it's like, it's like, well, I don't know if I'm dating this guy, but I think this guy thinks we're dating, but we're not dating, so I need to find out what he thinks. I need you guys to watch this and see what he thinks. <laughs> and it's like weird stuff like that. That's cool. It's pretty funny, and then like his friend is like always talking shit. <laughs> I have another treat for you. <laughs> uh, so next week we're gonna be watching Boogie Nights. So Mark Mark Wahlberg is in this. Wahlbs. Uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> nobody calls him that for. <laughs> <laughs> nobody ever calls him that. Uh, it's a movie. Do you know what the movie's about? I know it's about. I've not seen the movie. It's a movie in the seventies about this uh, adult film star his rise I'll leave it at that alright his <laughs> rise <laughs> just his rise just his rise well that's gonna do it for the episode this week if you have any questions or comments you can hit us up at our Instagram at yhblankthat or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com bye bye